Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Jocelyn Clarkson of Swap and Strut. Swap and Strut is a women's online clothing rental company based in Chicago with a mission to help women look and feel beautiful, confident, and empowered to live out their dreams. All clothes are designed in-house and handmade locally in Chicago by women. With Swap and Strut, everything is a la carte, so you only pay if and when you decide to run clothes. There's no commitment and never a need to cancel an annoying subscription. Just beautiful clothes at your fingertips whenever you want them. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this fun little conversation with Jocelyn of Swap and Strut. So today we're sitting down with Jocelyn Clarkson. How are you today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to have you. Tell us, what do you do in one to two sentences? I am a fashion designer, and I design clothes for Swap and Strut, and my mission is to make women feel gorgeous. That seems like an awesome job to have. People always say, you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. I'm sure in fashion that's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I will say one thing I didn't realize how much is involved in fashion is actually driving. I drive a lot. So although I'm a fashion designer, I feel like I'm also a driver from shipping things back and forth, um, picking up fabrics, chopping off samples. It's it's very hectic, but very fun. <laughs> so how did you start this business that you became a fashion designer for Swap and Strut? Or maybe just break down what is Swap and Strut? So Swap and Strut is a women's clothing rental company. Um, I design all the clothes and everything is made locally by women in Chicago. Um, and the way it started was really, I've always had a, an interest in fashion. Um, but growing up, I always believed that you know, getting a career or job in the arts would always result in a very low paying job. That's just what I, what I believed. Um, so I went for a career in business thinking that I was going to make a lot of money. Right. And so realized in my mid twenties, after I had a career as a financial services consultant, that I was making a lot of money, but I was also very miserable uh, with no passion for what I did. And so quickly, you know, that voice in my head, which I feel like everyone has that little voice, but this voice in my head was telling me, you know, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. This is not what you enjoy to do. Like, I always found myself styling myself, styling my friends, um, changing clothes, sewing up my own clothes. And I thought, you know what? I have a degree in business. I have the knowledge. I don't have the background in fashion, but I do have the passion. And I feel like everything is figure outable. Mm -hmm. So I would say in summer of last year, which is 2020, mm -hmm. um, is when I decided, I'm like, you know what, let me just start doing this as a side. Let me just start designing and figuring out as I go, um, taking it one step at a time and, and just launching. So I launched in November of 2020 last year. 
Walk us through kind of the process of how it works. You design the clothes that are locally designed and locally made, but then what does someone get out of it? Are they just purchasing stuff off the rack from you, or how does that kind of all play? Excuse me, how does it all kind of play out? Sure. So once an item is made, which is a long, lengthy process in itself, um, a garment is added onto my uh, website. So a customer could just go on the website um, and browse through our styles. And then if they see a garment that they like or a piece that they like, they can rent it for a minimum of seven days for a fraction of the price. Okay. So instead of wearing a, for example, say you're going to a wedding as a guest and you want to wear this beautiful dress, but also those beautiful dresses cost anywhere from 400 to 800 to thousand dollars right and so sometimes you only wear those dresses once and you only wear it once you get photographed in it you probably won't wear it again so renting allows you to wear that same dress for a fraction of the price so you rent it out you select your dates online and then I'll ship it to you within within two to three business days you wear it for seven days or as long as you want you return it and then I take care of the dry cleaning and that's really that's really it. That's and so, process. are people doing like alterations for sizing, or how does like sizing work for renting? Because it's all online. Yeah. So there there is no alterations yet. I think what I'm doing is I am providing different sizes. Right now, I provide extra small through extra large, and I provide a size guide on my website and um, just information on how to measure yourself so that you pick your best size. Beyond that, you know, I think I am trying to expand my sizing selections, but with everything you know I'm just starting out so I don't want to quickly you know try to do everything at once for everyone so right now I'm sticking to kind of the sizes that I found work for my customer base which is extra small through extra large and then as I you know get more funds and more resources and capital to expand then I can provide clothing in different sizes because um, it actually costs money to have clothing in additional sizes because you have to pay for basically the pattern, which mm -hmm. is like the blueprint in every size. Yeah. Um, so it's actually pretty expensive. So, you know, as I'm starting out, just starting small, but the intent is to provide more, um, just different sizes. And so it's kind of ideal for you to have everything made local because your clientele are local. Is that correct? Or do you expand outside Chicago? Yeah. So actually the website is available for anyone in the U.S. and I ship out anywhere in the U.S. So you can be in Miami, you can, you know, stumble upon my site, you can rent, I'll ship it to you within two to three business days, um, at that point and you can wear it for seven and return it. However, I, I want to make everything locally. Um, and, and there's many reasons behind that, but I think, you know, one of the main reasons is that I want to be able to see and control my process, process of design, process of manufacturing and production, and being able to see how things are made, being able to meet the people in person, being able to like watch over them and kind of see, go in for a tour and see how things are made is very important to me. And I think that is a key thing um, in having great quality is when you can actually see how your clothes are being made. It makes a huge difference, especially yeah. with people renting. You want to have good experiences if you have a piece of clothing for one weekend or like one event, right. you don't want something to be questionable. Exactly. Like one of your competitors won't say the name, but the obvious one, like I'm familiar with you like, oh, I wore that dress before too. Like now I've seen that 19 different times. Right. You work with someone who's a little smaller boutique, you feel a lot better about yourself. Yes. So who yeah. would be like your ideal customer then, would you say? You know, I think it's 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 women, um, you know, behind really, really specific. Mm -hmm. women between the ages of 27 and 34. Okay. Um, who are hard workers, but also like to celebrate life. Yeah. They love to um, go out and socialize with their friends, um, and they, you know, they they enjoy getting dolled up. They they. Appreciate 
appreciate that experience of tapping into your feminine side and getting dressed up and, and you know, my ideal customer works hard, but she also understands that, you know, we all need to unplug and recharge and spend time with our friends and, and really just enjoy life. And so that is my ideal customer. <laughs> and so we actually had a chance to meet at Chicago Fashion Week. Yes. I think what some of my friends said to me and I experienced was how fun and outgoing your group was, your, your models, like you yourself being out there was not much like very stone face, like kind of walking out there, no emotion, right? Everyone's right. waving, interacting. That's kind of like something you kind of put into like your designs, I imagine. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Blowing kisses and winking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's so important, you know, as I, as a designer, right. And I think about specifically for the show, you know, I think about how one of the main things driving my designs is how I want my customer to feel. Mm -hmm. I want my customer to feel beautiful, confident, sexy. So, you know, how do you behave when you're feeling those ways? You are, you know, you smile more, you might, you know, blow, uh, you might blow a kiss to a cute guy you see across the bar or a wig. But I think in general, right, you think about the woman you want to be and, 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 and I also think it's important to not take life so seriously. I know that, you know, we all work hard and, and me for one, you know, I have a full-time job and a business, but when it comes to my time off and spending time with those, you know, my friends and family and my, and, you know, doing things that I love, that's the time where you really just recharge, like unplug and, and be yourself. Um, and whether that's fun, playful, feminine or, or not, I mean, I think it's important to just be yourself and Do yourself having a lot of competitors in the space or do you think you're kind of like so niche that people are kind of coming to you for very certain things? You know, that's an interesting question because as I've done more research, um, the renting industry is growing. Mm -hmm. um, however, currently, especially with COVID, you know, it's, it's been a challenge because a lot of renting is, a lot of clothes are rented for events. With COVID, there haven't been events. So that's been an issue. But I think outside of COVID, if we take that, remove that from the table, mm -hmm. Renting is growing, but it's still not a learned behavior. It's still not something that people embrace. Most people, um, you know, are still, they'd rather buy. Yeah. Um, I think it's because they, they don't like the idea of paying for something, but not being able to keep it. Um, some of the items they think that they'd wear more than once. Um, you know, but some people don't really like wearing things that other people have maybe. Right. So, you know, there's many various reasons for, for that. But I think, um, again, you know, I'm not trying to target everyone. Mm -hmm. So I'm specifically targeting those that have rented before, do like to rent and enjoy, you know, swapping outfits and having fun with their, with their style. And so that's my niche. Um, but I would say in general, the future of fashion is much more, um, takes a much more sustainable approach. Um, there are many ways, there's thrifting, there's reselling, but I think one of the main um, approaches would be renting as well. And so you think rental is even more sustainable than those types of sustainabilities? I think it depends. There, there are many ways that you can be sustainable. I don't think that one is better than the other. Um, I think that you can make, you know, the best dresses made out of sustainable fabric, right. but if you use plastic wear, you know, and, and, and you just like non-recyclable goods, then, you know, kind of that all goes out the waves. Uh, but I think in general, when you rent, you do reduce demand. So that's one less dress in a girl's closet that is collecting dust. Um, you know, it's, it's the idea of reusing and recycling, um, which in turn lowers demand, which in turn lowers production. 
And it's interesting that you said it because like there, even outfits I have as a guy, I'll wear certain outfits and like have all these memories, right? Some yeah. good, some bad. <laughs> I just like I just don't want to wear that ever again because like I got dumped on that day in like twenty <laughs> like oh seven. Like I can yeah, you know, but like if you rent like oh like it's a new adventure, I feel good about it. Right. Yeah. You know, I would say so I will say it's very different for women. So I wouldn't say that it's much more about the memories. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I think for women it's more about okay, how do I feel in this dress? It's almost it's all about having fun, right? It's like I had an, it's that new feeling that you know I love. It's about wearing a new dress and feeling amazing and being able to take pictures and and really seeing another side of yourself that you haven't seen before. Um, and you know, and also I mentioned the picture part. Like I, you know. <sighs> I hate to admit this, but I hate being photographed in the same outfit yeah. twice. Like, I know that's not sustainable, right? And I know that's not kind of the best thing ever. Um, but, you know, I, it's 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 just with social media, right? There's this pressure to look your best, and there's this pressure to always have something new on. And so I think renting allows you to do that guilt-free. So you don't have to feel bad about wearing something new if you're renting it for a fraction of the price and then, you know, putting it back into the closet, so to speak to be recycled and worn by someone else. Cool. So as things kind of start scaling up here post-COVID, what are kind of your goals and ambitions for the company? So I do want to build a bridal collection. So um, I'm actually starting out where I build, I received feedback from my friends, really good feedback. Um, So, you know, as I mentioned, people can rent items for a wedding or a dress. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I thought, there's, especially me because I'm, you know, just got married, but I thought about all the events leading up to a wedding. There's a rehearsal dinner, there's a bridal shower, there's a bachelorette, then there's like the wedding, the second dress wedding, and then there might be a post-wedding brunch the next day. There's so many events and it's, it's, you know, intended for you to wear white to all these events. And so you think about, I don't have five to six cute white dresses sitting in my closet. (laughs) So I want to provide my styles um, in white so that brides can go in and rent them without having to spend so much money because you're already spending so much money on the dress, so much money on the wedding that you want to look good, but you also don't want to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars paying for six dresses for all these events leading up to the wedding. Mm -hmm. So that's the new endeavor that I'm working on right now is, is just creating that uh, bridal collection. Cool. So if people wanted to rent from Swap and Strut, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you or to sign up and kind of check stuff out? Any yeah. recommendations there? Yeah, I would start with my website, which is swapandstrut.com. Take a browse um, through our styles. Um, sign up for my email newsletter for tips on everything fashion and new updates. Um, and then I also have a blog, so take a look at my blog for any tips on styles and just renting in general. Cool. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Yeah, I think just in general with with fashion, one thing, or maybe two things, is have fun with it and wear what you feel comfortable in. I definitely agree with that. Look at my outfit today. Short shorts. (laughs) Yeah, you're wearing stars. Wear these, yes. Very fun, and you look comfortable, so. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. This episode is sponsored by Stock Manufacturing, a top workwear creator for premium hospitality brands. What started as men's fashion brand gradually migrated to designing and manufacturing custom workwear staff would feel proud to be seen in. What makes a memorable meal? The perfect staff? What makes people coming back, you ask? It's never just a single element. It's every thoughtful detail working in harmony to leave a lasting impression. Stock manufacturing partners with establishments of all sizes to create custom uniforms from front to the back of the house. 
With roots in fashion and design, and nearly a decade of manufacturing, they have built a reputation as the outfitter of choice for exciting names in the hospitality industry, including Alinea, which is the only restaurant in Chicago currently awarded three stars from the Michelin Guide. From a 300-room hotel to a 3 seat cafe, no project is too big or too small. If you use the code FFF20, which is short for Triple F20, you get 20% off your first order from their website, stockmfgco.com. That's S-T-O-C-K-M-F-G-C-O.com. Or just type in stock manufacturing in your Google Chrome extension for the 20% off discount, which is FFF20 at checkout. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.